Thank you for downloading this Wings Museum podcast. It is November 2019, and following Remembrance Sunday, the museum has now closed for the winter months. However, as always, work continues behind the scenes, so we thought it was about time we caught up with George Chatwin to talk about the museum's various ongoing aircraft restoration projects. I'm George, I'm one of the volunteers here. I'm a retired aircraft engineer from British Airways and I'm involved in the projects going on here. Now, we spoke a year ago and there were a number of projects on the go. How have they been going? Well, in the last year, we've actually stopped work on the Invader. There is more work to do, but we've stopped because we've got more priority has now been put on to our newest exhibit, which is the nose section of a Mitchell bomber, which arrived in the museum in the spring. And uh, through the summer, we've been cleaning it up, getting rid of corrosion on it because it has seen some hard times. And we're trying to get it ready for display. As I said, it has a lot of corrosion on, so we're taking that out, putting repairs in where necessary. It also had a big hole in the roof where somebody had taken an observation dome out uh, as it had been used for filming in its history. And we've now put an aluminium roof back on the top of the aircraft. That took a long time making up the panels and fitting them. Uh, We finally finished that today and we've now gone on to do other projects on the Mitchell. More corrosion coming out more good metal going back in its place, lots of drilling, lots of riveting involving people in, in the work they're enjoying. And w- when that arrived, I, I took some photos of it when it arrived, and it was, I would say, a sorry state. Would that be a, a fair description? I'd say worse than sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't a sorry state, but as I said, it, it's a valuable piece of um, an aeroplane. It's a historical aeroplane. It actually came over to the UK in the 60s when they made the film 633 Squadron and it was used as a camera ship in 633 Squadron and it also had a cameo role in that film. Since then it's been pushed about from pillar to post and uh, somebody actually wrote the aircraft off by cutting through wings, I believe, uh, and, and that grounded the aircraft and it's been sitting around on various airfields since it was um, decimated, <laughs> and now we're, we're trying to get it back into an exhibitable state. And was it sandblasted on the outside to clean it all up a bit? Yes, it was. The aircraft was actually nicknamed Bedsheet Bomber, and that's what people know it by. On an airplane, some of the control surfaces on Second World War airplanes were covered in fabric, which was mainly Egyptian cotton and and, uh, Irish linen. In other words, a very expensive fabric. Mm. But this particular aeroplane, somebody did some uh, work on it and they used some old bedsheets, hence the nickname Bedsheet Bomber. You could just about read that name on it when it came here. It was camouflaged in green drab paint. We've had that stripped down completely so that we can inspect for corrosion on the fuselage and it's now in yellow primer which will protect it from the elements Uh, and of course it'll be going back into camouflage again. It's quite a large piece isn't it? So so it's being worked on outside, does that give you more of a challenge? A a great challenge, last week I was putting rivets in uh, while it was raining and uh, that's not very pleasant but it is a big exhibit and uh, it's it's too big to get under shelter just at this time. 
we've got a few problems with, with sorting exhibits out in the museum and we didn't want to disturb the, the museum too much towards the end of our open season. So we, we decided to carry on working on it outside. And as the weather gets colder, we'll, we'll have to curtail that. So, so just to finish off on that one, much, much more to do? Or is it going to be one of those jobs that just keeps going? Well, it depends. The, the amount of work depends on uh, how far we're going to go on it. We, we're not going to make a new flying aeroplane out of it, but we want to get rid of the corrosion. Trouble with corrosion is that once it's in there, it will just get worse. So we've got to find the corrosion, cut it out, replace it with good metal, and, and that's what we're doing at the moment. How far we go, we don't know. Obviously, these things are going to cost money in materials, and it's also going to take a long time. But eventually, we're going to have a nice aeroplane which can be put on an exhibition knowing that it's not going to get much worse. Now, again, last time we spoke about this, there were three or four projects. One of them, a a cockpit. Was it a, a hurricane cockpit? It was a hurricane cockpit. We've actually, because of a shortage of manpower and priority on the Mitchell, we've curtailed that project for the time being. That that can carry on any time. And through the winter, presumably, it's an indoor job. It's an indoor job and we can carry on with that. There are other projects going on. We've also got the Jet Provost, which is almost ready for going on exhibition. The Jet Provost is a trainer and when it came here, it was in a very sorry state again and we've got that into a state where it's exhibitable now. The only thing left to do on that is to paint it, and that's sitting in the workshop. There's no work going on at the moment on that aircraft. We have also a second Mitchell nose, and that saw service in the Pacific War being shot down and crash-landed on Japanese soil, which is now a part of Russia, in the Kirill Islands, and we are going to do some restoration work on that in the museum when the really cold weather comes and we can't work outside any longer. There is also a project ongoing, which is a Hawker Sidley Kestrel, which was the forerunner of the Harrier jump jet, and the Kestrel was one of the nine aircraft that were built. So it's properly rare, then? It's very rare. It was built... Um, in the 1960s and I actually saw this aircraft flying in 1965 Farnborough they built nine of these aircraft and they formed a squadron called Tripartite 9 and what Tripartite 9 was was a squadron of aircraft which was operated by the Royal Air Force the United States Air Force and the German Air Force the Luftwaffe and they did this experimental work to see what a jump jet aircraft could do. And, of course, from that came the Harrier that went on to serve with the Royal Air Force, the Royal Navy, and the United States Marines. So it's an extremely rare aircraft. This was rescued from a paintball park in the United (laughs) States. So it's seen... uh, Unusual service over the years. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. It's come back to us and and we are restoring it. So so to to what stage do you hope to manage to restore that one? Well, we never get it flying, but uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll certainly get it into a nice state so that visitors to the museum can appreciate one of these early aircraft. So the problem, by the sound of it now, is the space to put all of these things. Well, we're very tight here at the Wings Museum, 
and we jiggle things around to the best possible opportunity that we get to display it. At the moment, the, this has gone into one of the sheds outside, which has been allocated as a workshop for the Kestrel. And finally, the last major project we've got going is the ongoing work on the P63 King Cobra, which has, again, come to a halt at this time. We're hoping it will be picked up and carried on with soon. That will uh, carry on when uh, people permit, in other words, when we've got the manpower to do so. So you've said several times there, manpower. Is, is this, you'd obviously like some more pairs of hands down here? Yeah, Wings Museum, we've got a collection of engineers or people that have got engineers, some kind of engineering background working on these projects. There are three or four of us that are retired aircraft engineers, but we'd like more people. Obviously, people with aircraft experience or sheet metal type experience. We have a lot of work and enough to keep everybody busy, but we're not only looking for aircraft engineers. We're looking for anybody that would like to get involved in this type of work. It's fun, we're a good crowd, we get on well together, and it's it's quite a pleasant atmosphere. I certainly don't miss work because I come here a couple of times a week and get involved. And hopefully, if someone volunteers, you're not obliged to come down every single day of the week and get really stuck in. People give as much time as they can. Exactly. The museum has a volunteer day, which is Wednesday, and, and all the volunteers turn up on a Wednesday. But also there are other days in the week, depending on what project people are on. And, and now that the museum's open more, there's, there's always someone here? Yes, there's always at least somebody. Um, we have counter staff that, that deal with front of house, as it were. But we do have engineering work going on most days in the week. So now the museum is shut for a couple of months... What are the main things that you are aiming for? We're aiming to carry on work slowly on the Mitchell, carry on work with the Kestrel, but also the second Mitchell, which I mentioned, the one that crashed in the Far East. We want to get that to, uh, I'll use the expression that our curators used, make it look more like a Mitchell. (laughs) It's that bad, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well... The front of most aircraft look pretty similar, but this has had the canopy taken off, so it's like an open-top version of an aeroplane, which doesn't look right, and we want to get that top back on. So we'll be doing work through the closed season to get that canopy back on the aircraft. And, of course, it's not just engineering projects that go on over the winter. There's much more general maintenance on the displays in the museum, isn't there? Yes. We're a Second World War museum, and consequently our exhibits are over 70 years old, and we have to maintain them. We have to, for instance, um, leather uniform flying helmets. They have to be oiled and um, cleaned during the winter, make sure there's no mould on them when it gets very cold and damp. So there'll be a team of guys working on the exhibits that are on display, such as uh, fabric, uniforms, etc., etc. Another project which actually came into the museum this week couple of days ago is a Coventry Climax petrol engine which was used by the auxiliary fire service as a pump so it saw service during the war it was found uh, I think in in somebody's back garden and so we'll be restoring that so one of our volunteers has been given the project to restore it again get it running or 
No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how restorable it is and what standard it'll be going to. But that's uh, Andy's project for the winter. So there's always something going on, always something to be being done. Yeah, there's always something going on, and we're always looking for volunteers. And if anybody is interested, we have a very good website, Wings Museum, uh, and it'll tell you on that website how you can contact us here at the museum, come along and see us, and maybe join the team. As George says, if you'd like to find out more, to get in touch, or to follow progress with the various projects visit www.wingsmuseum.co.uk.